Hey friends, this is Anna and welcome to the podcast where we're going to unpack some really fun concepts. And if you know anything about me, I love um, geeking out over the science behind how to work with your mind and your emotions and your thoughts in order to experience um, a deeper healing in your body and more of a lasting, um, more lasting success. And I've been uh, doing some more in-depth study recently on these topics and um, studying under some awesome people like Dr. Joe Dispenza and um, Dr. Bruce Lipton and John Gabriel and Brittany Watkins. And some of these people are really experts in uh, working on um, working with the mind and these deeper layers in order to heal the body. And they've seen some incredible results with people who have major health challenges and weight issues. And um, I'm just going to share my take on all of that and um, some of the things I feel like I've been shown and experienced. Uh, But first, just a quick caveat. Um, Remember that you are a wise and wonderful person and you've been given the wisdom for your body and for your life. So by listening to this audio, you agree with the disclaimer located at anahines.com and agree to take full responsibility for your health and well-being. And by the way, at anahines.com is all the info that you need, um, some free stuff, videos, audios, blog, um, upcoming events is also posted on there. So just check it out if you need more. Okay. So diving in, um, not only do I see the biggest results with the clients that I personally work with who are aware of this aspect of health, working with mind and emotions and not just diet and exercise, but I've also seen some really cool, um, results in myself. And there are so many people around the world. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this so many Quote, quote unquote, ordinary people healing themselves of big diseases or big issues every day. And so it's the first thing I want to say is some of the things that I may be talking about may seem like pie in the sky and somewhere out there, but it's, it is totally possible for you. Everything that you need is already inside you. What we're just doing here is we're unlocking and bringing awareness to these deeper um, aspects of your health. So, you know, for most of us, when we think about getting healthier, um, typically our mind goes straight to diet, exercise, nutrition, you know, changing foods, drinking more water, getting more sleep, and all those things are awesome. Um, but as you might have, as have experienced, um, you may be doing all the right things and not seeing results, or you may want to do all the right things and have the right amount of knowledge and not a, not really be able to put those things into practice because diet and exercise only have a certain amount of power. Um, and the way I describe it is um, my, my kind of visual picture of the way our body or system works is I call it the anatomy of transformation and the outermost layer is the body and it's just the outer layer. Um, and if you cut a geode open and you look at it, there's all these layers on the at deeper levels. And so we're going to talk about these deeper layers. So one layer on the, just on the inside of the body is the layer of the conscious mind, which is the analyzing, rationalizing, thinking mind, the part of you that decides, you know, what foods you're going to eat or not eat. The part of you that has that kind of voice inside your head that could be really critical or not, depending on, um, how much work you've done and what your environment was like as a child. 
And um, then there's the deeper level, the deeper layer, next layer in layer of the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind. Sorry, I'm going through this really quickly because you've probably heard it if you've listened to any of my podcasts. Subconscious mind is the is 80 to 95% of your mind. It's the iceberg underneath the surface that not only stores um, things like emotions and memories and self-beliefs, but it's a very powerful layer. And this, this, this is the kicker. It's in charge of the involuntary systems of our bodies. Things like heart beating and circulation and breathing and your lymphatic system and your hormonal system. It's charge of all that stuff that you don't have to consciously think about. And so the subconscious mind is a real big player when it comes to health. And the reason that it's such a big player is because it is in charge of this, these involuntary actions of the body, which are informed by things that we may feel like are very normal because we've experienced them you know, all of our lives, but certain emotions or certain thought patterns or self-beliefs that just feel like who we are. And, you know, it's like easy to be hard on the subconscious mind, but there's nothing wrong with it inherently. It is, as Dr. Bruce Lipton explains, like a, a tape player that is essentially stuck on the record mode from the time that you're born to the time that you are five or six years old, because you're just like a sponge. Your, your subconscious mind is just absorbing. All it's doing is absorbing the world around you and it's picking up on things and it's taking in information. And depending on your experiences, it's going to interpret that information coming in. So this means if you felt like loved or valued, then your subconscious mind stored that as information. If you felt criticized or like you had to be perfect in order to be loved or you experienced abuse or any of those things, then your subconscious mind stores that as information and then it informs not only the way that you see yourself, but it informs these involuntary systems of your body, the stress, the hormone imbalance, all of those things. And and over time, those thoughts and those emotions that were essentially programmed um, they, they, um, they kind of like become like a hamster wheel inside of you and you're doing the same things over and over again. And you're thinking the same thoughts and you're believing the same things about yourself and addicted to the same foods and, you know, desperately wanting to change, but feeling like you don't have enough power to change. And, um, the subconscious mind, you know, because of those patterns, it gets addicted to the toxic emotions, just like your body gets addicted to toxic foods. You know, we're used to the idea of the body getting addicted to like sugar or caffeine or, you know, bread, but the subconscious mind gets addicted to old thought patterns, um, old self-beliefs that are critical and harsh and, and not true. So what happens with those um, emotions and those thoughts is, is um, over, you know, over time, they, they, because of this program and they, they have this chemistry in your body, um, it becomes this chronic, what, be, what doctors call, you know, um, or practitioners call the stress response. And remember that the stress response, there's nothing really essentially wrong with it. It's helped us survive in the past when every day was like a test of survival, um, but today, you know, we don't have those same um, survival, like needs for survival in front of our face all the time. You know, for most of us, we're not, we're not faced with life or death situations every day that we might have been in the past. But our subconscious minds don't know that. They don't, they don't understand when we're like, you know, get over it. Like, 
um, just let it go. You're fine. You know, for experiencing stress or something like that, we're like, get over it. Come on. What's your problem? You know, um, your subconscious mind doesn't speak that language. It doesn't understand that it understands the language of emotions and feelings and, and sensations. And it understands the stress chemicals that are flowing into your body. And, you know, over time, these stress chemicals, this program creates disease. And according to, um, HeartMath Institute, 60 to 80% of the primary care doctor visits are related to stress, yet only 3% of those patients receive the stress management help or know what to do with the stress. So, you know, if these survival emotions, these, this stress that has you on this hamster wheel of these negative thoughts and emotions and beliefs and harshness with yourself and, you know, all these, what, what have you, and those things can create sickness or create um, long-term hormonal imbalance or extra weight gain or chronic fatigue or chronic pain. If, if those can create that, then what if your thoughts and your emotions and your self-beliefs could also make you well? So what if it could do the opposite of what it's done in the past? What if there is a capacity to work with the stress and, and turn off those that stress response and those survival emotions and move out of what I call survival mode into what I call creation mode? And creation mode is whenever we've done a left cleansing from the past of those old toxic stressors and, and blockages, whether they're physical or emotional or mental, and, um, and we're reprogramming, we're essentially reprogramming our brain over into um, our truest identity, who we really are outside of those old toxic thoughts and emotions and beliefs and, and the way we've seen ourselves in the past. And, and, you know, that's not even true. It's just the way we've, you know, been programmed to see ourselves. So, um, underneath the layer of the subconscious mind, there's one more layer and it's the best one of all. And it's what I call your core or your identity. And your identity is the way you see yourself, like you're the truest you outside of your mind or your body. And this is, this is the you that's always been there that is, um, that is full of just love and compassion and understanding. And, and this is the part of you that has the, the, um, healing, um, the capacity to heal yourself. And there's so much I could say about this, um, but you know what I want you to just notice is uh, notice the people around you that are um, are you, you know maybe really um, successful or they're doing really well in life and and notice if there is um, kind of a commonality a thread of the way that they see themselves um, you know sometimes people have success based on lots of stress and hard work and all that but but you can tell they're not really happy and sometimes people are just really thriving in life. And it's because they have a certain way of seeing themselves. They believe that they're worthy. They believe that they have what it takes. You know, people like Olympic athletes, you know, they're doing some amazing, incredible things because something inside of them believes that they really have what it takes to win the gold medal, you know, and it's part of their identity to be amazing. And what I want to ask you is where in life did you begin to see yourself in a way that was disempowered, that was 
um, where did where did the thoughts come in of like I'm I'm not I'm not that healthy person I don't have what it takes I'm not valuable or I'm not worthy and you want to question every belief about yourself that feels like heavy or stuck or or dark or or who or who you don't want to be you know Mac no matter how accurate it sounds or like how many times it's been reinforced by the things that have happened in your life do ask yourself do the beliefs the the identity the way i see myself does it feel light does it feel peaceful does it feel energizing or does it take my energy down i'll give you a little example of this um a subconscious belief that i had to work through as i was working on my health was um feeling like i was always too tired i had just things happen in my life where i was programmed to essentially always feel like i don't have enough energy and so like i'm going to be too tired was the program that ran over and over and over again and one day i just realized that that was the program i was running i realized every time i thought about doing something i thought oh i think i'm going to be too tired i don't have enough energy and what was interesting about this program was that um or this way of thinking was that as soon as i realized it it, it just kind of like left it was like oh like I'm not supposed to be here. And it just kind of like left. And so suddenly I felt this huge like surge of energy that I was like, whoa, even just by sometimes realizing the programs that we have running, we could heal. And sometimes there's a deeper process that has to take place. And um, I'm going to share a little bit about that. Um, but, you know, now like I... I really feel like, you know, I've got what it takes. Like I, I have enough energy in the day and I'm going to be able to do this. And, and so my body feels much more energized and light than it used to. And it's pretty cool to, to feel that. So this is all about just rewiring your conscious and subconscious mind to get on board with your truest identity, the truth of who you are, rather than the default mode that you've essentially been programmed toward. And, and I want you to just really kind of take a deep breath and feel into that. Like, what if it were possible to wake up in the morning and feel like, you know, I have what it takes and I have enough energy and I wonder what's possible for me to experience today. And, and I just to wake up and feel like I feel really good. I have enough energy. So this is possible. I've experienced it and I've watched other people experience this. And so I want to give you some tools to work with your mind to, to reprogram those, um, those deeper beliefs that may be blocking you from feeling really good inside your body. And I'm going to share the three I love the most. And um, just know there's a lot of good ones out there. And these are the ones that I use. So the three that I use in my practice are um, EFT tapping, which is um, emotional freedom technique. And I use um, kind of a form of meditation, prayer, and uh, visualization. And, um, you know, well-known successful people like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Oprah Winfrey and Michael Jordan and Steve Jobs, they all use things like meditation and visualization to really see the um, what they were after before it actually happened. And it's very powerful. And, you know, Olympic athletes use this and, you know, performers such as Michael Ball use EFT tapping for performance anxiety. So, you know, lots of people are using these things behind the scenes, but you only see the success, not the way they got there. And I want to help you get there. So um, the, the, the way that this integrates with my work is the three pillars of my work, whether this is working with physical stuff or whether it's working with mental, emotional 
things going on. The three pillars are cleanse, restore, and connect. So just like in nutrition, we want to cleanse out toxic um, foods and substances, and we want to restore nutrients, and we want to you know connect to the ideal like um, foods for our body. Um, you know, on a mental emotional level, we want to cleanse the toxic thoughts and and the beliefs that are holding us down, and we want to restore the um, the that that kind of connects the the healing mode the the peace and the joy and the lightness and the the relaxation response which is the 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 physiological response you need to be in in order for your body to heal because your body can't heal in stress response it can only heal in that physiological relaxation response so that's what that restore part does and then and then the connect um, this is connecting to the vision you have of your truest, lightest, um, most authentic self. So ta- the EFT tapping is the cleanse part. The meditation is the restore part of it. And the visualization is the connect. And I'm just going to dive into this a little bit more. So um, these modalities will take you into the brainwave states that will turn on parts of your brain that are in charge of creating and turning off the parts of your brain, like the frontal lobe part of your brain, the, the conscious mind part of your brain that rationalizes, analyzes, and sometimes can block the creating part. Okay. So the, let me go take you through the brainwave states so you can understand what's going on. But the brainwave states, um, the, the highest, uh, the fastest brainwave state, which is your conscious mind brainwave state, is called beta. Beta is your thinking mind. This is the, this is the um, rationalizing part of your mind. This is the, the directive. Um, here's what we're going to do. Uh, it's the part of your mind that you're typically in during the day when you're you know, doing work. And, and um, the next le- level down is, is the alpha brainwave state. And alpha is, um, is really cool because it's a, it's a relaxed kind of um, meditative brainwave state where you're still awake but you're calmer, you're in that healing mode, relaxation response, and the brain waves slow down a little bit. And in alpha, you're starting to light up the parts of the brain that are in charge of creating, creating um, in your body and, and in your life. And then the next one is theta, and theta is a very, very deep level of meditation where your your body's asleep, but your your mind is awake. And it's not the conscious mind; it's the subconscious mind. The again, those areas of the brain that that are part are in charge of creating those light up even more. And then you have um, delta, which is deep, deep sleep. And um, so it's just important to know that there's these different brainwave states, and beta turns on. It's that, you know, conscious mind, I'm alert, I'm awake, you know, and then as you kind of move down, they move into this alpha, more, more of a meditative healing type of mode, um, theta and delta. Okay. So the, the parts of your brain, the, um, alpha and delta brainwave states are, are responsible, you know, for going beyond the limited self, your primal brain and, and really being open to all possibility and your your truest self, your truest identity. So here's how this works. Like if you were going to come to me and we were going to work on some sort of issue you're having in your body um, or kind of a chronic um, physical issue or emotional issue, the first thing we do is, is do the cleanse part of it. So we use the EFT tapping to kind of calm down the stress response in your limbic system. And just like physical detox, this is emotional detox. 
Because when you're, you're tapping, you're allowing all of those emotions that are typically suppressed to come to the surface. And even if they're uncomfortable emotions, such as anger, you know, um, we, we definitely want to bring it to the surface because you have to, you have to bring it to the surface in order for it to be released. Because um, what we suppress or ignore becomes stronger and it stays stuck inside of our system. But what we can feel, we can heal. And so as we're tapping and we're feeling whatever emotion that is, it comes to the surface and clears out. So um, just a quick note, you know, um, with tapping, you don't only have to, you don't only use it for the, the, the negative emotions, though that's mainly what it's used for. Some people do what they call positive tapping, which is like praying or affirming the truth while they're tapping and have great success with that as well. So just side note. Okay. So that would be the first step. And, um, those of you who have the, um, daily kind of tapping audio, I have one called tapping into your truest self. Um, if you're a client of mine or you do one of my programs, um, you you experience that the, the, the three sections of this. Um, so the next section is restore, which is like the meditation side. And, and we're really working on getting into that relaxation peace mode into that, um, that alpha or theta brainwave state. And, um, we're really tuning into our, our heart center where those coherent emotions of, of compassion and peace and love are the emotional nutrients that we need in order to really, um, thrive. Those, those, energies, those emotional energies actually are very, very, very healing to our whole system. And according to the HeartMath Institute, those coherent electromagnetic signals that I'm talking about, the, the love and the peace and the compassion, those are those those signals from the heart are five thousand times stronger than the brain. And I mean that's pretty powerful. And so what it means is that when your heart sends a coherent signal to your brain, it's almost like a kind of a gong goes off in your brain. And this is happening in real time, you know? So if you feel that love and compassion, it sends it straight up into your brain, into your limbic system. And then it's sent down the central nervous system, down to the spine and into every cell of your body and into your DNA. And um, that's a very short version of um, kind of more detail, but that's essentially what happens. And so we can use this beautiful coherent signal of love and compassion and just peace and, and feeling really good, this beautiful energy to heal our bodies. And that's part of the the um, the work that I give my clients to do. And um, so the next section is connect. And this is where we use visualization. And when I first used visualization um, or thought about it, I I was a little bit nervous because I kind of thought mm, that's a little bit weird and woo woo. And and then I felt like some something inside said, you know, you you visualize all the time. You just visualize negatively, like we visualize, you know, car crashes and something going wrong with with someone we love, or we visualize all these things where we have a picture or a movie in our mind and we're visualizing that, but we typically are visualizing negatively. So what if? As we're rewiring our brain patterns, we visualized according to the truth. Now, um, according to Dr. Joe Dispenza, when you combine a picture in your mind, a visual in your mind, with one of those elevated emotions that I was talking about before, those coherent signals, it sends this energy, you know, into your whole body, and it it's it's a part. It's something that your subconscious mind can recognize. You know, remember your 
Your, your subconscious mind doesn't speak English. It speaks in the language of emotions and, and, and sensations and feelings and images. So, um, so that energy that, that to visualizing the, the, the energy and the, and the, um, the visual in your mind, when you put those two together and you see a picture in your mind and you feel that beautiful feeling in your body on an emotional level, it's incredibly powerful. And, um, because remember, you know, um, when it comes to energy, you know, shame, guilt, fear, all those things we usually like are visualizing or we're feeling, or, um, we feel like our, our, ways of motivating ourselves. You know, we tend to use negative motivation to get what we want. Um, shame and guilt and fear and all of those negative energies, they're very slow energies and they slow the body down and they, they feel like they make you feel like you're slogging through peanut butter, you know, but the energies of peace and joy and love and compassion and understanding, those are very fast energies. And so when you're getting that, that, that energy of like, compassion and love and it's flowing from your heart and you have the visual in your mind of your your lightest most slender most healthy beautiful self it's sending that signal to the subconscious mind and it is so powerful and your subconscious mind gets that communication because the receptor sites on the outside of your cells are a hundred times more sensitive to frequency than chemistry now i know that's a lot of science right there but let me explain it's the energy that changes the matter. It's the, 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 um, it's not working like you could work with matter with, you could work on matter with matter. Like you can just eat and exercise and do all those things and that's fine, but it's, it, it's not that powerful, but it's a hundred times more powerful to work with your energy, your frequency than just your matter, your chemistry, your physical body, right? So that's what is going to help the subconscious mind get on board with your truest identity, with your core. And, and it's so exciting to me because the more that I've worked with this in my own life, the more that I, I feel and can see the, the changes that take place. And it may take a little bit longer, but it is, it is the, I believe to be the, the long lasting way towards health because your body doesn't respond to, um, negativity and harshness. It responds to love and compassion and understanding. Just like as human beings, we, we can only heal, um, in an environment of love and grace and and not judgment. We don't respond well to, to harshness from other people or judgment, um, we need connection and we need love. And that is a basic human need that need that, that you, you will want to learn how to do for yourself within yourself. It starts in you. So I hope this has been helpful in your understanding just these different ways of helping your mind, you know, helping you work with your mind to heal your body and Again, what I do in my practice is I combine these three pillars, cleanse, restore, connect in a daily tapping, meditation, visualization, audio, and you get all three in one audio. And so if you're a client, you, you get to, um, or you do one of my programs, you get access to that. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper and this topic really interests you, again, check out people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, John Gabriel. There's a book I read recently that's really interesting um, called Cure, and um, it's really fascinating. It it just talks about how people are healing themselves without these um, working with their mind with the kind of placebo effect, and um, it's really fascinating. So check those things out. 
and I will speak to you again soon. Bye for now.